you're listening to the Elijah Baby Show with those sexy little boys down there in black and studios. And I just want to sponsor y'all and tell y'all good job. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black, Black and Studios. Studios. Oklahoma's premier podcasting facility. If you have passion, motivation, and you want a podcast, simply send them an email at podcast at blackandstudios.com. Make sure to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Black and Studios. Remember, it's Black The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by Bailey Martial Arts Institute. If you're looking for a martial arts school that focuses on core family values that's affordable and has quality, competent instruction, then go down to 2201 West Edmond Road, Oklahoma, 73003, and see Mr. Elijah Bailey himself. Three, two, one, and welcome back to the world's most illustrious podcast. And when we say illustrious, that means the most infamous. This is... The Elijah Bailey Show. My name is Elijah Bailey. And my name is Richard Taplin. Are you sure? Yeah. And today... Are you sure that we're infamous? Yeah. I don't want to be infamous. I do. I don't. You didn't like the game? Nope. Oh, well, okay. Too many people started naming themselves infamous, so... Okay, what do you want? Not you don't know. infamous. Like, what does infamous mean? Infamous is like notorious. <sighs> notorious for what? Podcasters, we're the dynamic duo of podcasting. We bring the shit like nobody else does. We're the shit bringers. You want to say that we're the shit bringers? Two black guys are shit bringers. No, okay. I don't, I don't like logging shit around. Then what? Nah, we'll hey, think about we're, it. We're we are um, the elite. Mm, exclusive. Exclusive. There we go. The two. But we want all you guys to join us and to be exclusive with us. That's right. We want to take you along for the ride because you got us to the status. And I do want to say thank you to Japan for last month making up 19% of the listeners for the Elijah Bailey show. They were the biggest out, uh, country outside the U.S. that supported the show. Not saying nobody else did, but they were rocking it. They were kicking the Elijah Bailey show all last month in Japan. Uh, right behind that was the U.K., Canada, uh, Zimbabwe, Somalia, Australia, and then the last one on the list, because I don't want to continue to name all these countries because we're a global podcast, but the Federation of Russia. We thank you guys for your downloads, for listening. And today we have, I always say it's a special show, but this one is, we we just had so much shit going on and so many awesome guests like Jarvis White and IQ that we didn't get a chance to talk about and bring in the DBS segment. So yes. Yes. We done hyped you guys up all this mm. time to the Tournament of Power. And then right when the Tournament of Power came, we pulled a DBZ move and hit you with fillers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Real life fillers, folks. They were good fillers. They were. They we were. definitely pulled a bleach. I'll put like that. We pulled a bleach. We didn't pull a Naruto because oh. Naruto's yeah. fillers suck. But yeah. bleach fillers, they just sidetrack you so much. But they're, they're pretty yeah. good. Okay. So we so put a bleach on you. Bleach filler. Uh, with that being said, the Elijah Bailey Show will start right tomorrow. Tomorrow? Now. Now. And we're back. Dun, dun, dun. If you heard that music, the intro bled into the Dragon Ball Super theme, and we are here to talk about the Tournament of Power. So we're starting with episode 97. We're rolling to 98 and 99. This is a super episode. That's all it is, just super. Yep. Uh, the first thing that happened when we got back is 
Frieza and the gang. It was Frieza. Frieza and the gang. Was so me. are you saying Frieza and the gang because Frieza is leading the gang? No. It's just he was against the gang. Everybody was, uh, he came back, you know, chest out and talking about how he could do this. And him and Vegeta got into it. And then he got into it with everybody. So that's what I mean by freezing the gang. He's not leading shit. He got knocked out. Goku got knocked out last episode. So there really is no power here. Frieza just knows that he can manipulate Beerus because all the gods of destructions are worried about their universes being destroyed and erased. Sure. So we, Frieza meets the gang. Uh, they have this little spit, spat, speckle back and forth. And the first thing that we see is uh, the grand, the, the great priest. The great priest. Daddy. Yeah. He Daddy had, Angel. He had just finished. Daddy Angel. <laughs> the tournament platform. Mm-hmm. Daddy Angel. Is that the episode that he, uh, where the gods? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay, so what Richard was alluding to. So I like to use some, some different words this episode. But there was three gods of destruction. Ine, Liquor, and then Iraq. And Iraq looks like a porcupine. He had like the bebop pink hair sticking up. <laughs> uh, Liquor was the wolf, the the nine tail fox, and then Inue was like the big hairy bald. He looked like Karibo from uh, Yu Gi Oh. That's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a black. He's the he's Mr. Popo's cousin. That's what it is. <laughs> and so they wanted to test out the battle stage, and they ended up using their their big special attacks. And when the gods, and they went ham. Oh, that, that was a good fight. The and whole, even they were just kind of, you could tell they were kind of playing with each other. But Oh, yeah. The whole arena went purple. The color changed, and then you didn't see nobody until they were actually. So it was it was good because you got to see some different specials that we haven't seen. Like, uh, it reminded me of Toriko, where one was like, if somebody swung a sword, like a blade strike. Um, the the Nine-Tailed Fox, I think that was his. Uh, the Porcupine, he did like all these different fire blasts that started weaving in and out of each other. And then mm-hmm. when they came... The dust settled. There was a huge crater inside the Tournament of Power uh, platform, and they were sitting there. Next thing you know, the Grand Priest says, that'll be enough. And then everything turns back to normal color. All three of them are standing side by side in check mode. They did fuck up the Great Priest's... uh, Oh, he was sly with that. No, he was cool with it, but, you know, they did fuck up his shit. Mm -hmm. Because they did tell him, like, hey, man, I know you, you know, Daddy Priest and all, but... uh, are you sure about this stage? Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, he goes, go ahead and test it. No, you guys can go ahead and fight if you want to. And they fight. They fuck it up. He's like, well, go ahead and fix this before the tournament starts. And I was like, what? Because one of the priests did mention that this stuff is made from the stuff that's from his universe, it's, which it's is the a strongest more, thing. But it's a little more version. denser version, yeah. but it originates from his universe. Mm-hmm. Or, Kachin? Yeah. Uh, what uh, broke the Z sword back in Dragon Ball Z when Goku threw it at him? And uh, so they broke it. He made him fix it up. And next thing you know... Everybody's getting transported, and this is the first holding time. hands. Let's talk about the holding oh, hands segment. Man. Let's talk about the holding hands segment. When you have to hold hands as a group, and you want Vegeta to hold Frieza's hand after he killed his people, after he killed his father, mm-hmm. Frieza killed my father. And you can see even the way Frieza held Goku's. He didn't hold his hand; he just grabbed his wrist. Mm-hmm. He Frieza's a motherfucker. Frieza's an asshole through this whole deal. But you know, it's Frieza though. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can't automatically suspect Frieza to to do some good shit, to, act differently, you know. or be like, okay, guys, let's let's save the universe together and let's hold hands. Exactly. Especially since he's been in hell for so damn long, and he came out murdering motherfuckers. He came. He and just did come out him. dropping people. Uh, but yeah, he they want to hold hands, and Beerus is so 
not even distraught, but he's like, we got to fucking hurry up because you guys took a long time with these goddamn assassins. And if you guys don't hurry up, everything's a race because we'll be disqualified. He grabs Vegeta's hand and grabs Frieza's hand in the middle. It's like, there, are you, are you fine? And it's just like he, he took the parent role in this relationship, but he is so distraught over being a race because he knows what Xenos is capable of. Like he's seen this happen before or, he, or he's heard about it, but he hasn't experienced being a race because when you're yeah. a race, they kind of mention this when we get to episode 99, you go into nothingness. Like no, nothing. Like, yeah. Like never. Like you don't go to the, your heaven. You don't go to your hell. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. The Supreme Kai has gone. Everybody. Lord, the, the God destruction. Everything is gone. Except the for the liaison angel. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so nasty. So everybody starts showing up. The next universe to show up is universe six with Champa and Kaba and our other two female Saiyans. And they're kind of know them from the uh, last tournament that mm-hmm. they had. But like, it didn't, it seemed like Champa really didn't put together a different team because he left it to Kaba. The only person he wanted to contact was hit. And they, all they did was add to their team was two more female Saiyans. I do believe. Cause didn't they have eight in their tournament before? Is a tournament of eight competitors? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they just need, I think two. so. Yeah, because it was there was also a couple groups that didn't even have a full ten either. There's someone else who didn't have full ten, wasn't it? Uh, when the tournament started, they ended up having ten. No, no, there was one that had eight. There was one group that had eight. Was it eight? I thought it was like six. Well, we'll, we'll figure. Anyway. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see when it starts. But yeah, they actually we just give it to our listeners. If you're listening Ooh. to this, uh, hey guys, just let us know which which universe, universe. had the less lowest. Than 10. Yeah, less than ten people. Yeah. Um, Neither one of us can remember, and if you can uh, chime in on the answer, we'll give you. Make sure we give you a shout out coming up to the next episode. Yeah, and any time that you guys are listening to the show, at any time that you have something to comment on, just hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. On Twitter, it's at Elijah Bailey Show S H O, and then on Facebook, it's the Elijah Bailey Show. You can just send a comment to us, send a message, whatever you want, whatever is easiest, and we'll reply back to it. Uh, but I don't want you guys to wait till the end of the show and forget it because we had a couple of uh, of listeners say, "Hey, I, you know, what was the deal that you were talking about, or what was the giveaway prize?" If you hear yeah, it, just that, go ahead and just yeah. hit us right away. Like even if you're listening to us on Podbean, you know, you can easily go down to the comment section, comment mm-hmm. what, uh, what you want to say, uh, chime in with us. Uh, yeah. So back to the term. We have one universe that has less members, and everybody's kind of checking everybody out. But when Topo. And the Justice Fighters came up. The Justice Fighters. Everybody fucking got quiet. And everybody looked. And this was the the funny thing because we just had the Saiyans from Universe 6 meet the Saiyans from Universe 7. Mm-hmm. And Kalafleya is like, oh, the Saiyans from Universe 7 are nothing to worry about. Just because Goku and Vegeta took notice of the Justice Fighters. Yeah. Which they did freak out. They were like, ooh. Those motherfuckers are bad. We see Topo, but who is this other loke? Exactly. Just sitting there. Piccolo's cousin. Piccolo's distant cousin. <laughs> the real Namekian. But you see, for for me, it showed that either there's two two things. Kaliflia and Kale and those Saiyans can either not sense energy or they think because they've hit this type of pinnacle with their power, they think they're stronger than everybody else. So kind of like Vegeta was when he first turned Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 18 had to check him. So it's one of those two that I feel is going to happen now. Once everybody arrives, the great priest goes over it again and introduces everybody to the rules. And then after that, they have 48 minutes to go ahead and fight. We see Hit has made a return. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then don't forget to mention the little uh, interaction that Frieza 
And what's and Frost have. Yes. They, I don't know how they hid from everybody. Because I thought it was something mental first. But they actually left their group because you can see Frieza kind of coming back behind everybody mm-hmm. later on. It seemed like they had probably one on the other side of that pole that's in the mm-hmm. middle. And, and they had a little conversation. Frieza's like, so what are your motives? Is your motives to go ahead and rule the galaxy as well? And Frost is like, well, well yeah. Duh. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we evil. Do you see me? Do you see what I look like? you see my shiny forehead? <laughs> Do you see my fruity licious tail? Mm. Can I touch your fruity licious tail? They did not touch in the show, did they? Uh, it the, was super it was too close. close. It was super it was close. Way too close. And we had the other universe here right here. Uh, with the, uh, you know, they brought the wolves back from uh, what universe. universe I, I think they're universe three. Three? Three or four. There was the one they, they uh, did an expedition mm-hmm. uh, in front of Xenos when the f- tournament was first starting to get created. And then another universe brought some flying creatures, which was a good twist on it. Because kinda. they can't use their powers, or they cannot fly here in this area except for if you are like an animal with wings or whatever. So, yeah, that was a good twist because you're like, oh shit, if they're strong and they can fly. Everybody else is fucked up. But. Yeah, but we're seeing that that didn't really. <laughs> that did not help them a goddamn So anyway, bit. so go ahead and start out. Just What was your take on like, here we are. The tournament's finally starting. Mm. How are you feeling? Like everybody's uniting. We're able to see all the different fighters. We're able to see the, the places done. How are you feeling at this moment? I was amped up because I wanted to see what would actually happen when they are. Was it going to zoom in and show everybody like, meeting whoever they were fighting for the first time and then how that went a little bit and then pan out. Uh, but I was excited because the whole deal was, is this team going to get a plan together or are they going to fight as individuals, which we see like at the beginning, Goku's the first motherfucker to run off and then Vegeta and then Frieza and then the androids. So once I saw that, I was like, okay, so we're just doing our regular DBZ fighter thing. So we have a five on, well, we basically have this team is split up into five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the, the Z fighters and, um, we also have the rogue fighters, or the mm. I guess the elite fighters. I'll put it like that. The more the, lone wolf. I'll put it like that. The there lone we go. Because I was going to say the, the, the group of five has Gohan in it, and Gohan is, is powered up. Oh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, and so that's – At the same time, I would choose Goku over Gohan. I would, too. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah, that's how I felt. What did you think when it was first starting, like when it was about to I was down? amped up, too, man. I was real amped up. I was glad to see the people who decide to leave, leave. Mm, uh, just because yeah. it, it wouldn't have felt right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the androids were to stay with the Z fighters, it wouldn't have felt right. They haven't trained with each other. They don't. They haven't kicked it with each other. Uh, they probably still got bad blood with each other. So I, I was okay with seeing everybody walk away. And um, it was good to see the Z fighters still you know, hang with themselves and, and, mm-hmm. and get their formation down. And, you know, it, it felt good to hear the veterans like Piccolo and Master Roshi, uh, you know, reassure Gohan, hey, man, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You but can't. that's why we've been training. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let's just keep it pushing. Are you really shocked by this, Gohan? Yeah, exactly. Uh, can we revote for the team leader run real quick? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so episode 97 was good. Like I said, we got to see uh, Frieza just kind of going to onslaught. It was nice to see uh, some good battles with no power. That's what exactly. I kind of call it. The I call it no arts. power. Mm. Yeah, just straight fists and brawl. We saw Master Roshi get swollen on them hoes. Quick, um, too. Yeah, yeah, Quick. yeah, yeah. But, you know, we didn't see any. I don't think we saw any super sick. I think they flashed. At the very end of 97. At the very end, yeah. Um, I think it was uh, Vegeta 
flash his uh, Super Saiyan powers to get someone off his back. I think someone was trying to grab him. Or maybe actually, that was Goku because Goku almost got thrown off the edge. Was Okay, then it was Goku. You're right. It was Goku. Goku had gotten uh, grabbed, and that dude was going to do like a kamikaze mm-hmm. and uh, you know walk off and whatnot. Uh, and then Goku used his Super Saiyan powers to kind of just fly him off the ledge. And it was it was cool because this is also the episode that we was kind of wondering, like, okay, so what's going to happen once they fall off? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are they just going to, like, die? Is there, like, a fiery pit down there? What's going to happen when they fall off this ledge? Because the Royal Rumble match, and the only way you win is by knocking people off. And as we found out, there's, like, you, you got the ring, this huge circular platform, and then you also have, like, a, a seating ring above it that's mm-hmm. where all the, the angels sit at the um and then the gods the and supreme guys yeah. and then you have the xenos they're up in the high and they have these two tablets on them with everybody's uh picture that was, on them. that was kind of raw they got tablets yeah to keep yeah. track of who they about to kill uh-huh mm. so basically what happens when someone falls off they actually reappear next to their universe uh god and uh angel and all angels, them. yeah and then the xenos they actually pull them up on the tablet and click them out. Check them out. Like, oh, man, this one's fell. He's done. Mm-hmm. He's done. Uh, I did like this E-Honda character they had, though. Yeah, he, he had the little uh, sumo wrestler, E-Honda from from Street Fighter. They had a little appearance from him. He's from the universe with the flying creatures and also the elephant-looking dude. Yeah, the one that they were drinking their protein shakes, if you guys remember, we talked about that, drinking the protein shakes and, like, flexing. So that's his universe. But that was episode 97, Survive, the Tournament of Power Begins at Last. So now let's go ahead and take our first pause for the cause. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. And we're back. So now we're rolling in from episode 97, Survive, the Tournament of Power Begins at Last, to episode 98, Oh, Uncertainty, A Universe Despairs. And just by just by the title, you know that um, somebody ain't going to be happy. And we already had our very first victim, which is from uh, the Wolf's Universe, Universe 3 or 4, which is the universe with the lower or lowest mortal rating. Once we get into episode 98, Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one thing that bothered me is because Vegeta's been training by himself. Vegeta blew up the, the, the hyperbolic time chamber, the land of space and time. Mm-hmm. And he comes to this tournament, and I do understand they have to reserve their power, but he's hitting people a, a large amount of times. There's there's a there's a huge number of times that he's hitting somebody, and they're not really moving. He's just like hitting their arms with straight punches. I'm like, Vegeta, you're a smarter fighter than that. Yeah, and I, I want to talk about that a little bit more, especially on episode 99. Um, because he did it again. Yeah, he did it again. But I, I think it also, like you were saying on the break, I think it also just reflects the strength of these other universes. universes. You know, this isn't, you know, Krillin, or not Krillin, but Frieza's Hunchman or Henchman, yeah. or, you know, uh, you know, sells little, little spawn things. You know, these are like the elite of the elite from the other universes. So, and they also got different techniques and different abilities that, that are actually applying now. 
So I clearly can see why um, Vegeta had Vegeta to. had to kind of you know use his powers or whatnot or you know change some of his ways and everything. But I was excited by episode ninety eight because at this mm. time we've had ninety seven come through. And 97 was kind of the um, the introduction of the tournament. We got to see that there's constant different battles. We got to see the concept of two versus one or five versus one. So now in episode 98, it kind of took into a more uh, one-on-one stance. We got to see for a lot Z-fighters, of... For yeah. the Z fighters. We got to see a lot of uh, Goku fighting one-on-one. Seemed like at first, out the gate, uh, the three wolves from the expedition match ran up on him. Mm-hmm. And... um. That was actually pretty good, and yeah, I was glad that Goku. Like, I'm, I'm really loving how the, the all the Z fighters are like not showing their true strength. Mm-hmm. But what were you about to say? I was just gonna say the uh, dangerous trio. I'm, they have the worst fucking names for all their shit from that universe. But I like you're saying you're you're seeing you love the one on one that Goku's having with each one of the wolves and that strategy because that's something that he had to combat when he was younger in Dragon Ball. But for whatever reason, he was just having way too much. Tr- I mean. Again, like you said, their power levels are stronger. So you're fighting one wolf, and another one comes in, or another one shoots you. Then you have uh, old dirty bastard hand wolf coming in <laughs> trying to touch you with them bum hands. <laughs> Fucking nerdy. But I did like that Vegeta got it, had his back. They, Vegeta they, did because Goku was actually in. You always got to keep in mind. Even when I was watching, I'm, I'm, I'm into. It. That's how good the the storytelling is right now. Even though in the back of your head, you're like, well, Goku can so like quadruple his power right now with ease why is he sitting here struggling but at the same time you understand why because you know there's some like there's some raw motherfuckers in this in this uh this royal room where they're having so goku was getting kind of messed up with these three wolves basically what they were doing this flying around him super fast where he really wasn't able to keep track uh of their attacks and vegeta came through with the quickness mm, vegeta came through with the super quickness and disrupted their little Tri Triforce, mm-hmm. if you were to call it, that they were yeah. trying to pull. And then what was really cool is that Goku returned the favor. Because at mm. one point, they were about to try to do this little Triforce on, on Vegeta. Vegeta. And he's like, and, fuck that. Yeah, and Goku came out. I think he started fighting the Blaze one, the one with the... With the, with the blue, the bandana? No, the one with the legs. Oh, oh yeah. I call him Blakeskin. Yeah, okay. He reminds me <laughs> of Pokemon Blakeskin. Um, but yeah, he started banging with him. And uh, it was really good to see their teamwork, you know, to see those two teamwork kind of start, you know, coinciding with each other. And then uh, it kind of ended. Um, you see a lot of people dying off uh, from Universe. You say it was Universe 3? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, Universe they 3. They was getting scum. Yeah, everybody was kind of giving up L's. Frieza gave a couple of L's. Uh, I think Vegeta gave an L before he came over to help, help Vegeta, Goku. Or, yeah, help Goku. Um, so they, they were taking some L's. And then when the three wolves got blasted, and I love how they did that, because you can kind of see Vegeta and Goku's together power Mm. It definitely it, OPs it, the wolves. It, it made you uh, think of that Vegito versus Amasu, didn't it? It really did. Mm. It really did. You, you start because I mean, anytime you see Vegeta and Goku fighting together, it's like a beautiful thing. And they kind of have the three wolves backed onto the edge of the platform. And, you know, they, of course, had to do their little final trump card, which was like a, a, a energy wave towards mm. Vegeta and Goku. And, you know, those are one of the last two motherfuckers you want to go head to head with for for an energy blast. Exactly. Second of them is probably Piccolo and Gohan. Mm. Oh, don't. Masenko? Yeah. I wouldn't want to see those two go head up. But anyway, so, you know, it was cool because we got to see Super Saiyan Blue from both of them. 
and they split in a split second because they didn't they didn't hold on to too long. They didn't want everybody seeing the cookies. Exactly. But they did go Super Saiyan Blue. They did knock them out. So let me ask you this: Do you feel like that was a mistake? I don't, because all the gods already knew that they had power that could rival the gods in the exhibition. So, but now I, all the fighters know. That's all right, because the ones that aren't strong enough to do none, all they can do is try to gang up on them, which means that's going to free up other fighters to target them as well, or the Z fighters to come back in, and then it becomes like a, uh, almost like a rumble where you have the Z fighters on one side and everybody on the other side, mm-hmm. and they are stronger going together as a group than they are doing their shit separate. So what about this then? Let's say one thing that if I was a fighter and I was looking at Goku and everything like that, and I noticed that he did have powers of gods that he struggled with multiple fighters for some reason. Mm-hmm. So let's say someone like the Justice League, that's what I'm going to call them. Okay. That's, yeah. that's what I'd be calling them. The, the Topol yeah. crew, mm-hmm. the Justice League, uh, they got high powers. Yeah. And they should be fighting together. But but we don't know what they're doing now. I think they're not fighting together now just because they don't need to fight together. Yeah, No one has ran up on, I don't think, none of them to the point where they need to feel like, oh, shit, we need to all unite together right now. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like that would have been a – you think that's a disadvantage, that the fact that he, they, Vegeta and Goku allow um, the Justice League to see their heightened power? Or do you think possibly Goku and Vegeta got some type of trump card that we don't know about? Okay, two parts. I think I do think they have a trump card, but I don't think it's a disadvantage because Topu Topo already told his crew why he needed them. I think that's the conversation we didn't see, but I think the deal that they don't understand is you got Gohan and Piccolo because Piccolo did train Gohan up to be as strong as he is, and Gohan's trying to attain another new level. So you can't just put all – I mean, they can't just focus on Goku and Vegeta because they saw Goku. They didn't see Vegeta, but they see Vegeta's got his back. Mm-hmm. But they're but Piccolo and Gohan are reserved in a group, so they're going to think they're part of the weak crew. So I mean, even if they do try to single out and do this whole team deal on Goku or Vegeta individually, there's they still have no idea of the rest of the capabilities of the team. So I mean, it would be a good strategy for them not having all the information, but we also do know the other gods were plotting. And we don't know what they told their fighters behind their True. back because we had one whole universe going after Goku and them. So, uh, but I don't think I think Goku and Vegeta got something new. You think they got something new? Well, we have seen the picture of Goku's back, and he had his hair looking a lot different, and it wasn't even like Super Saiyan, but it was sticking up. Have you seen that yet? Uh, uh-uh, I don't think I saw. Oh that man! So there's Goku's got something new. It was a, a Toei Animation released that, and then also Gohan's got something new coming too that they didn't really talk about. Now, I got a question for you. During all these fights, all we see is all these blasts going off in the background. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like, you know, everybody's doing this work. Is a, this is, yeah, everybody's doing work. This is a this is a Royal Rumble. Um, just like in a WWE match, you know, you have those people in the background. They're still fighting. You may have it focused on the highlight characters, mm-hmm. but everybody's still banging and everything in there. Uh, I, I am excited for, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that they take another route, uh, maybe in the future episodes, and show you know one of the other fighters just fighting each other that's yeah. not uh, Universe Seven related. Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. Um, and so so far in episode ninety seven ninety eight, we got to see a lot of just Vegeta, Goku, Goku. a hint of Frieza. I think ninety seven we saw a bit of the Z fighters showing their teamwork abilities, mm-hmm. which looked phenomenal, even though it didn't hurt anybody. Exactly, it looked good. It looked good. It was good. They were all on the same, uh, and we did get to see a little bit of uh, sadisticness from from Frieza when he shot that one's wing, 
Oh yeah, that motherfucker jumped off the platform to get away from Frieza. So we're we're and he was he was relieved to be on the bench, knowing damn well his universe is going to be destroyed if not everybody's on that field. So we get to see like Frieza's doing his own deal, but you like you said, you have the cluster of Z fighters that are fighting together cohesively. And then you have Goku and Vegeta coming to each other's need whenever they need to. It's like collaboration, but independent collaboration. Mm-hmm. So I, I am, and then they kept the androids kind of away. We didn't really see what the androids were doing. No, we uh, just assumed that they were, they were putting in work. Exactly. So I did, I mean, episode 98 was the one where we got down to business. I did feel like Goku was having way too much trouble with the wolves, but that should speak to that other universe why they're in the tournament because they are the trump card for their universe. Everybody else in that team is bullshit. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, that universe, since they did take that, mm. uh, once the wolves got knocked off, that was their last remaining three. And, uh, it, it, the episode ended kind of on a dark note mm-hmm. for the the Dragon Ball Z characters because at that moment, uh, once all of them were sitting together holding hands, and I wonder what was going on in their minds. Like I think it would have been cool if they were to play on like an inside of what everybody's thinking right now, or at least the guide and maybe like the head of the wolf dude was thinking like, shit, I just fucked up. I wonder if they're really going to kill us off. And then sure enough, you know, Zeno was like, Oh, all of y'all are knocked off my tablet. They raise their hand. That light shine. That light shine. And uh, and a piece of me felt like the angel kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Because I know it just actually played right here. The angel was sitting in the background. He was Yeah, Universe 9. Uh, The angel was sitting in the background just smirking. Like, he was standing up already like, ooh, let me... uh, Miscuse. Exactly. Let Shout me. out to Brett Fisher. Miscuse <laughs> out the way and let me let, you know, let me let Zeno, things happen. Let me let God go ahead and erase everybody. And sure enough, you know, on his tablet, he pushed everybody in and Universe 9 was gone. It was. Laura Bills even asked Weez, like, hey, man, like, is it gone, gone? Like, can you look at your map? Like, your little crystal ball, is it gone? He's like, ain't nothing there. And you know what was funny was Supreme Kai's like, I can't feel the Supreme Kai or the God of Destruction. Like, dude, we just saw them get a race. Yeah. We just saw them. But it's like that surreal moment, though. I think yeah, everybody understood it. But at the same time, with Zeno being, uh, it seemed like child. a mind of a child, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you just never know. So, and I think having these people in your lives for all eternity, like the Supreme Kai, you know, he probably been knowing of them forever. And we don't really even know what the relationship is, but we know they have a right. relationship uh, because they, they know of each other just fine. So to experience that, and then you could tell it kind of stopped everything because everybody that was on the oh, platform stopped, yeah. stopped. And they were all just looking up like, oh, shit. And I think a lot of the fires at this moment, how I interpret it, was probably upset at Goku because they're, they're like, this shit's real. Yeah. Way to go. And it was Goku. And that was interesting because uh, when we go to episode 99, which we'll hit after the break, we'll kind of tell you what the first God, uh, or actually, was it the God? It was Supreme Kai, what he actually said about Goku. So we're going to take a quick pause and we'll be right back. Hey, mortals, it's me, Captain Ginyu. And if you're looking for the world's greatest Dragon Ball Z podcast, it's got to be Krillin' It with Danny and Ify. Join comedians Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadaway as they sit down each and every week with our new guests and discuss an episode of Dragon Ball Z. 
Make sure to catch all my exploits with Master Frieza just by simply going to iTunes, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at KrillinitPod. Keep on Krillin, Krillers. Wait for Frieza! And we are back, finally, not just me and Elijah, but we are back with your favorite segment of the Elijah Billy Show, the DBS Super segment. Which was it called? DBS. DBS. Dragon Ball Super. Because <laughs> we had Dragon Ball Z, DBZ, so DBS. Uh-huh. I mean, and, it was uh, good. And we're, we're back here re-recapping. It was okay. Well, because this, okay. Is, this, is a super, was okay. this is a super version of DBS because we're covering three episodes. That is very true. So don't beat yourself up. Eh. Don't beat yourself eh. up. So what we left off on was, hey, what? I just thought of something. What? When are they going to go back to Earth? Whenever they win. Because last time they left Earth, Trunks, Goten, and Pan, or not Pan, but uh, Mila, Mera, was about to encounter some uh, approachers. They ever do that? No. They forgot? (laughs) Either he forgot or, I mean, it's Trunks and Goten, so you know they can handle it. Okay, you're right. But, because they have to keep Marin safe. I mean, if she dies, mm, I don't want to be them when... And I mean, no they, I spoilers can yet, and we're going to save it to the end of this little piece of uh, pie that we're on now. But uh, speaking of death... Mm. Mm. Yeah, we, we will... Mm. But anyways... Okay, um, so we're, we're starting back with episode 99, Show Them Krillin's True Power. Which at the very end of ninety eight, Universe Nine got destroyed, and you were saying that you wanted to hear from, like, be inside everybody's mind that they, this shit is real. Thanks a lot, Goku. Mm-hmm. Well, the I call him the Smarty Pants God because he got the glasses. the glasses. Yeah, but he was like, he's like, everybody should be thankful to Goku because without this tournament, all of these universes just could have been wiped out of the face of existence. And at least they get a fighting chance. So it changes the perspective. Again, because they said this earlier before, but it puts it back on Zeno. that this was his master plan anyway to go ahead and destroy something. Once he found out that Champa and Beerus had that tournament out of pride to see who could get the Dragon Balls, that's when he decided to go ahead and use that to decide which universe stays alive. And then Goku, you know, went along with it. So, I mean, you got Zenos, you got Beerus and Champa, and you got Goku who are all responsible for this whole deal. And we don't, we never really hear anything from. Beerus and Champa saying, uh, "Like, oh shit, we never should have had that tournament for the super, uh, the super universal Dragon Balls." Uh, but it's just like Goku is the one; he's gung ho with it, so he's right on board with Zeno. Say, "Hey, let's just have the tournament." That's why I can't lose this tournament because Earth is going to get destroyed. And I don't want anybody on Earth to get destroyed, and we have to make sure to save Earth. We have to make sure, you know, do what I've been doing since I was a kid. And but, also, I'm mm-hmm. super curious about my power. Yeah, I really want to yeah, see how I yeah. stack up. I think that's a little bit yeah. higher in priority than everything else. I don't. I think Goku really is just... I mean, he came to a tournament smiling. No yeah. one else came in a tournament smiling. Because this is technically nothing to be smiling about. This is something he always, to be very serious about. But he, You're right. He you, always does. He yeah. always does it because his top priority is how I stack up against this, my enemy. Well, it's not about saving everybody. He, well, this time... He has he has to fight everybody to figure out who's stronger. But the other one, he could have just let Cell kill everybody and then fought him afterwards then without having to worry about people. Goku has this 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 self pride issue. Uh, and I don't wanna I don't wanna go on too hard. He, he I does, talk but about it's 99. not as worse as Vegeta. It's worse than Vegeta. 
Vegeta deliberately said, I'm not doing this because I have a I have a newborn kid. Or I, he my said because Boma would get in his ass. That's what it well, was. Well, it's also be, he, come on, dude. He's After not really bay- scared of Boma. Mm. He's not. Mm. He's not scared of Boma. <laughs> Physically, he's not. He's no, scared he's like not, everybody else on the show. Scared of their scared wife. Of, Goku ain't scared of Chichi. Yeah, he is. If Goku was scared, that's why of he tries to skip out and run and get away no, from Chichi. That's just a front. If Goku was oh. truly no, hear me out, dude. If Goku was truly scared of Chichi, he would be at home like Vegeta's at home. Was he not working six months for Chichi in that fucking radish place because he's scared of Chichi? That's and was the first he really time. working? No, he's up it, there training. He still he still did have radishes. They harv- him and Piccolo harvested the radishes. Dude, so he was he working. does not have the fear. All right, what do you guys think? Do you think Goku is afraid of Chi Chi? Because otherwise he would have just left the front. Because why is he asking permission? To he go didn't to have King nothing Kai's? else to do. He didn't have nothing else to do. So that's the only reason why he was but sitting he, there picking he radishes. To, he didn't. He wanted to go to King Kai's. He didn't have to ask permission if he if he didn't care or if he wasn't scared of her. He could have just went. Dude, Goku has no respect for anybody. Uh, I'm just keeping it real. Because like I was saying earlier, Goku came to this tournament smiling. Mm-hmm. No one else was smiling because no. of the fact that this is nothing to be smiling about. They only smile like the. They're only smiling if they think they can take out somebody to preserve their universe. But yeah, the they were thinking low key in their heads, but everybody most, was just like, I think it was more just smiling as far as to strike fear in other people. Goku smile wasn't like he was like, "Hey, Topo, you know what's up, man?" He, Goku was like, "Motherfucker, I got shit to do, but I'm Damn. over here fucking with your <laughs> bitch ass tournament that you decided to have." Anyways. Goku is a complete dick. And, like I've been saying all this time. I, I got mad respect for Goku. Goku's my boy. Um, but anyway, but so we, episode 99. <laughs> I was just going to say we do see immediate repercussions for his his naivety for anything. Saying, oh, we'll work it out at the end. Just like IQ said last episode about Super. So we're go, keep going. We're and you saw 99, even at the beginning of it, Goku got realized like, oh, shit, this is real. Because he starts looking up at the stands and he's like oh shit and everybody has a sense krillin starts out the episode kind of not second guessing himself but just the he fact of you no know, well just i think the realization of shit this is for real like people are not just dying going to heaven but they're getting wiped smooth everything that you in existence you see all the z fires just kind of sitting there and just like man this is crazy but- and even frieza had a little think in her head or his head like what the fuck is this shit? This is this is the part that I liked where he said that fucking cheerful innocence and then his horrible acts that doesn't go together. He said like, one day I'll reign over you. Mm-hmm. So and this is I thought that was good foreshadowing because his freeze is going to be the overall bad guy for the complete super series like from here on out because he is come back bigger and better, very bigger and better, and more independent as well. Yeah. Uh, then the episode fast forward to where we got to actually see Android Seventeen. Uh, now interacting with his sister, which is really cool because they've had little, little interaction, interaction. since they've both been resurrected. And even while they were at uh, Capsule Corp preparing for the tournament, we never really saw interaction between those two. Uh, so now it's cool because we get to see that old school uh, team companionship that they used to have. And at the Android 17, I called Android 18 like, dude, you've gotten soft. You got, you've gotten grown kinder. And he, but he said it's not bad. But of course he can, because he you know motherfucker rock, walking around with like three kids. Yeah, <laughs> but he said, "Let's go back to that bad place." He's yeah, like, we're, we're androids. We have an infinite amount of energy, and I was like, "Oh shit, that is right." He's like, so let's go ahead and use it. And man, they took off and start whipping ass. I was like, "Fuck yes!" 
because I didn't want to. We always see Goku in all of them. Now let's get back to the Android. After Android Saga, you know, that motherfucker's died. Android 17 was living as a bum. 18, Krillin was trying to dick her down, and we didn't know what was happening. Now we actually get to see them come back out. And then we get to see uh, Winnie the Bear, Winnie the Pooh, and <laughs> fucking Hit. Yeah, it's more like Winnie the Pooh, the Iron Man, and Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this part, because we see Hit walking towards him, but uh, Hit really doesn't participate uh, in anything. He just got that walk, and um, so I think it's like Hit and the old boy from the Justice League. Mm-hmm. They both are just doesn't even like they're, they've they've been fighting yet. They just walking around assessing the assessing battle the battle. Everybody understands greatest assassin what level these two dudes are at. So no one's really you know, attacking them or anything like that. Or at least they haven't showed it yet. Well, we saw last episode, the guy rolled up on him with that fucking look like he's from the 1940s. Uh, and he was like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> Let me. I know. We're wiring into the wrong hood. Uh, what are you saying, God of destruction <laughs> from my universe? I'll, I'll be right there. I need to get the fuck out. Um, so we, you know, we got to see some fighting going on with Vegeta. Nothing really, really, really super in my opinion, unless you wanted to comment on it. No, like Vegeta, you, you saw him use his brain a little bit, and then he got stumped because they did some stupid shit. He tied up the bear's hands because he's in, impervious. And he should just threw the bear off. Yeah, from where he was instead, instead of walking. walking. Yeah, and then we see the metal man come back, and he starts to, you know, Beerus gives him a little coaching, like go ahead and insult him. He he doesn't know how to handle it, and his, his fucking defense that Champa said they've been working on this whole time was having his fucking ears covered. I said, yeah. come on, dude. And the issue also is, is the fact that one thing I do want to point out is this is like one of the first battles we see Vegeta fighting at Super Saiyan status. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not God for him just yet, but he did downgrade from Blue God when he was fighting with the Three Wolves to now Super Saiyan. One. One. Mm-hmm. And that part was actually, that, that was something unique, that seeing Vegeta at that level at that point. Because that's what that's what he did back in the Cell Saga when Goku and Gohan came out. He was sitting in... Super Saiyan form the whole time using his energy effectively. Uh, but right after that is what got me because this is starts us on our Krillin's true power is we see one of the other flying animals from uh, the elephant universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bird, a green bird, and it shoots down like this ray. And all of a sudden, is that Goku? No, it's Gohan. Gohan steps in. And what did that remind you of when he caught that energy and then redirected and blasted back at him? Nothing really, honestly. What, what you, I miss? Have you watched Fairy Tale? Yeah. It, like whenever somebody does some kind of fire at Natsu and he can catch uh, it yeah. and redirect it. But Gohan came up. He had the look in his eye. He did have the serious look right now, and uh, they went they went right back into a team combination because I thought Krillin was going to kill this dude, but he he did not. Yeah. He unfortunately not. Uh, and I wonder if this part kind of foreshadows that maybe Krillin is not ready for this tournament. Uh, like mindset? I don't think so. Yeah, because cause even at that moment, Krillin could have moved from that beam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks just like a normal bird. The bird doesn't look like it's like menacing or anything Menacing like that. whatsoever. And um, he got caught up. He got, got caught up. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was too busy thinking about, man, my, you know, my, my family, I'm about to get erased and whatnot. Half of your family is there with you, so you better... Make sure you know where your wife is, man. Exactly. And then, like, luckily, Master Sensei, Triple OG, Master Roshi, with the wife beater, Mm. is on standby. And Master Roshi ends up knocking old boy off with a Kamehame. That was beautiful. And I love how they put that other guy there. 
mm-hmm. in the little corner to witness Master Roshi, like this old man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, knocking oh, this bitch, this bird off of the the ledge and everything, which killing another member of the universe with elephant ears. Yeah, but it, it seems like all the other universes, their characters or their competitors are young, and so you see Master Roshi, like you know, age does give you some advantage, but this motherfucker is super old, <laughs> and then he comes out, and he bolts up, and you're oh shit, but. I do think this episode did show that Krillin wasn't mentally all there because, I mean, and we'll talk about it as we get to it. But Let's go and get to it. I mean, because what happens with Vegeta wasn't really no, exciting. No, no, it wasn't like exciting. That. So what we what happens next is we zoom in and we actually see 17 uh, or Android 18 fighting after there's been a couple of words from Whis. And Whis is like talking about the there's being no existence from Universe 9 that got destroyed. And he's like, oh, shit, Android 18 is is pushing them back. She's doing really well. And we see her fighting like a Shakespearean wolf with his fucking ruffles and shit on. <laughs> and uh, this was a cool part because I we thought like, we yeah, I thought someone had died. She killed him. Like, oh, shit. Now they're about to send in Android 18 or erase her immediately. But he's playing possum. He's playing dead, which surprises her. And she gets kicked off the edge. And I was like, oh, shit. She's about to, I mean, oh, She's no. about to take a nail. Yeah, and, and then, she gets kicked off, and then luckily, to our surprise, we see Krillin, which popped I, out of nowhere and saved her. And I thought I was like, for sure, she's not gonna die because, or she's not gonna get knocked off because Krillin's here. And because Krillin, I was like, you can do it, Krillin. And he did the exact thing I thought he would. He did the single hand Kamehameha to fly back over. And I was like, okay. With this being said, now none of the Z fighters have to worry because we've seen Goku do a Kamehameha out of his feet challenging Piccolo back in Dragon Ball at the end of Dragon Ball. We've seen Krillin shoot himself and Goku shoot himself back to the ring at the the Tenkaichi with uh, Kamehameha. So there's no way they can get knocked off now unless they don't have any energy. There's other ways. We we find some other ways. (laughs) Yeah, Krillin did a good save move on that That one. one. So it's cool because now we see Krillin saving 18. They have a little intimate moment. Um, and they have their new combo. Yeah, and which makes sense because you know, as being you know husband and wife, they probably have plenty of time to train together, and so they end up fighting this, uh, as Elijah put it, the wolf, Victorian, Victorian wolf. secret, or not he's, Victorian he's secret, Prince. but Victorian <laughs> uh, wolf, Shakespearean. That's what you there Shakespearean go. wolf. Uh, so they 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 go in at it with him. They do a really cool like volleyball or more like table tennis style. Yeah. Um, fighting, which were if you can picture, Android eighteen and Krillin are on you know two separate sides of the court, and you have this wolf at center court. They have a Kai blast that they're bouncing back and forth to each other, like if you're playing like ping pong or something like that. And, it's and they're bigger. trying to hit the wolf, but the mm-hmm. wolf is steady dodging. But every time they make contact, I'm assuming they're putting their own ki- their own key in it or chi in it, and mm-hmm. it's making it get bigger and bigger and, and faster. faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they doing that, and which. <laughs> It was actually really good. It was a a really like pinnacle moment for Good Krillin and uh, Android eighteen. But um, shortly after that, they met the Zatoichi, the blind fox. Yes, and Krillin tried to um, solar flare him. No, the the deal that was cold between this is because Master Roshi had his shades when he saved Krillin. But when Krillin did this with Android eighteen doing the solar flare, he's like. When the fuck did he take my shades? I was like, dude, you've been fighting for like 10 minutes now. You didn't know you didn't have shades on? But Krillin <laughs> takes his shades and gives him the 18 and does the solar flare times 100. And all of a sudden, Fox comes up, bam, hits his ass in the mouth. And he's trying to like, what the, what the fuck happened? Why did he get through this? He's blind. 
It's a blind fox. And, and he, he was like, man, my, my eyes ain't work for a cool minute, player. And it was it was interesting that they said that he used smell because he could have used his ears as well, like Gohan did in the exhibition. But he uses his sense of smell. So two people, Android 18 and Krillin, getting their ass whooped by a blind wolf or a blind fox. And then all of a sudden Krillin comes up with this idea. And what did you think that he had in store to beat this fox? I would Krillin, I thought it was maybe like hide a destructo disc. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not that's not bad because I, I went all the way back and I'll be rich, I underestimated Krillin. You did? I did. Okay. I thought Krillin was gonna do something like he did in Dragon Ball. Like he fought a character named Bacterian. And Bacterian was this big fat caveman. Uh he looked like a bigger, fatter version of Yadirobe. Okay. And he didn't wear a shirt and he was stinky, so that's how he won his fights. He'd get somebody with the stink finger, which he'd rub in his ass crack <laughs> and put the it stink on. Him. Finger. And Krillin uh, Goku yells out, Krillin, you don't have a nose. And Krillin's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So Krillin pulls down his pants and farts in his face and knocks out Bacteria. So I was like, okay, maybe we're going to get a callback because we've seen some callbacks to Dragon Ball. So maybe Krillin's going to run up on him, do a Kamehameha on the ground and blast up and then fart in his face. Okay. But what he did was similar to it because he took off his stanky-ass shoe and threw it at his nose and just messed up his whole sense of smell. He couldn't smell where anything was. He couldn't see anything. And then Krillin went ahead and laid waste to him with a Kamehameha, with a nice condensed Kamehameha that we used to see. Back we in had, the day. Yeah, yeah, that we hadn't seen in a while. And this is where Krillin got too much. He saved his wife. He did the stink foot. They had a new combination. And he got he's he's too much into himself because. Are you talking about this is a super? What? What you're talking about now? Yeah, after yeah, we, the, we moved from yeah Dragon Ball. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, after they they had beat the uh, Shakespearean wolf, mm-hmm. the blind fox, uh, Krillin was feeling himself too much and did the two f- fingers up, the peace signs up with his eyes closed, and then that motherfucker got hit. Yeah, he got he literally got caught slipping by Frost, and it was Frost even came through, and 18 was mad. 18 was, you knock you knock my husband up, blah blah. I caught your husband slipping. Yeah, and everybody's like, Fuck. "There's like about another at least about fifty motherfuckers on this board right now, and mm. your husband over here throwing up peace signs." The only one I looked at him was like, "Oh, he got free booty." <laughs> now, I'm going to get the booty. <laughs> did, did you feel that was getting ready to happen though? Um, not like that, but you knew he was good. I knew when Krillin started second guessing himself mm. with the whole when he started thinking about the planets getting erased and stuff like that. I knew at that moment Krill was going to be the first one to take an L. Like, he was going to be the first one sitting by Supreme Kai. I, I just knew it. Like, at that moment, I was like, ah. Uh, I was like, well, you know, I wondered. I knew it was either going to be you or TN or oh, Master Roshi. I was hoping it was going to be TN. But, <laughs> because TN's been a bitch so yeah, far. Yeah, but I was like, but I see TN's playing it smart, and he's not leaving Go- Gohan or Piccolo exactly. side whatsoever. Uh, damn, Krillin. Well, I love you, man. You, yeah. you you went out. You didn't go out like a G. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then Beerus uh, got onto him, and he was like, "Oh, sorry." I think what, what bro, bro Beerus he said, called him Trillin. Yeah, he yeah. called him Trillin. He didn't even call his name, and he said, "All you can do is cheer on your teammates." So do it. He's like, "Go, guys. Sorry, I let you down." I'm like, "Dude, you should just came in this motherfucker fight because you was the one that was most worried on Earth." About this whole deal and taking it seriously, and then you're gonna get knocked out by Frost Tail, which the way he fell out of the ring was suspect anyway. Because I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like you just kept tripping and then <laughs> fell out. But I think it was like literally. I think he was like. I think for one, he didn't realize where he was yeah. on the cliff because I think when he got hit, it was such a shock. It was there was still too. smoke in that area, I believe. 
And uh, yeah, he just took took mm. that L. Uh, so we see Frost and so uh, like I was saying, um, uh, at the end of this one, you know, it was left on a note of uh, you know Krillin and eighteen, like you were saying, about to square off, and we got to see the previews. And like next episode is going to be like pure Saiyan, Saiyan, lust, love, a little orgy. triangle, yeah, uh, bigger than a triangle. <laughs> mm. I think the only person that's probably not going to be there is Gohan. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I don't think Gohan's going to have a huge appearance in the next episode, but we did get to see, uh, I'll let you describe it real quick, man. So, like, at, towards the end, we get to see Hit making his, his steps towards, uh, was it, Jiro? Is the the bald Piccolo guy, the, the cold Justice League It did man. make it look that way. A piece of me feel like that was just editing. Mm. I don't know if he was actually walking up on him or not. But we but did see the two lone silent, yes, silent ones. Staring just, at each other, which makes sense for Hit, because yeah. you, it's Hit being the best assassin all times you could versus the best you, superhero yeah he will literally be able to tell oh boy's power level mm-hmm. yeah and then you get to see everybody battling amidst smoke so we have kaba which it might have been the editing again but it looks like he's walking up to vegeta like sensei i've grown stronger and vegeta's like eh, you think you did but if you ain't got that blue or that red hair get out of here boy you need to bow to the king <laughs> and then we we see uh, Kale getting shot by this little um, fucking red alien dude, and he's punched her in the stomach. She gets pissed off and turns Super Saiyan, legendary Super Saiyan Broly. Yeah, and like man, I almost made Broly like a little bitch. bitch. <laughs> and then she stood up on top of a rock and was just pissed and started shooting blast everywhere. So my deal now is either somebody that's super strong is going to have to stop her, or maybe the Grand Priest might stop her because she might have the potential of killing everybody. But I think it's going to be Jiro or Hit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the Grand Priest is going to get involved whatsoever. I think if she kills someone, she's eliminated. And now is she eliminated or is she kill, Is she erased on the spot? I think she's eliminated. She's okay. just be sitting in the stands. But then if she's uh, eliminated as Super Kale, she's like tearing up the stands. So I think they'll fight. probably kill her powers. Mm, you okay. see they have that ability apparently. Yeah. If they can kill your flying abilities, I'm pretty sure they can probably kill your powers instantly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the, sorry, I threw all that. Just no, no. <laughs> I mean, because we're getting into the prediction part. Yeah. So, and the last bit of it, and which is, I could be all wrong. They may forget that they got those powers, and Kel may just start going ape shit. But from what we saw in '97, them motherfuckers are loke. Yeah. All, all the god of destructions are. But we see Goku versus Kalaflea, uh, and I think she's enamored with Goku now. I thought she would gravitate more towards Vegeta because they have the same demeanor. Oh, no. I knew they weren't. Because if you think about it, those two demeanors aren't going to like each other because they're, they're constantly I, like— They'll respect each other, what I mean. I don't think they'll respect each other because they what? both see each other. They both see each other as, as not in, to their level. You know what I'm saying? Like, Vegeta ain't going to look at her respectfully because he's the prince of all Saiyans. Just, Vegeta ain't going to look at no Saiyan respectfully. Only why he kind of looks at little man like that because he kind of low key wishes Trunks was like that. Uh. That's it. That's it. He wished Trunks would be like an army soldier type person and whatnot. And old girl, she's not going. She she gives two fucks if he's a prince. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah, like she's the, she's the king of the the bandit. Or yeah, she's the queen exactly. of the bandit. She's, she's the queen of a bandit. Group, yeah, but the, I mean, which ain't they, shit. So I, Virginia's gonna look at that like, man, bitch, get your bullshit out of here. And she's gonna be like, motherfucker, yeah, who you ruling? But if they squared up. And saw how, like, Vegeta's always going to be strong. Any of them are going to be stronger, even if he's reserving his power. But he can say, okay, you're worthy of the name saying, like, something like that. It's not going to be, like, normal. I don't even see that. Because the, 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 no. both of those two prides are way too high to give two flying fucks about each other. And I think that's why she's going to be more leaning towards Goku. Because Goku's going to give her, like, 
Wow, dude, you're like badass. Like, holy shit, you're really good. Wow, Super Saiyan 2? Goku's going to play into those those compliments that she wants because of her being the queen of bandits, the reason why she's a queen of a bandit is because they all respect her and shower her with praises and whatever as a boss. Same thing for Prince Vegeta. People give him that shit. Who? Who gives him that? Well, no one does now, yeah. so he's just, he's just trying to fish, but old boy does. Okay, yeah, uh, Kaba. Yeah, Kaba, Kaba yeah. does that to him. So he's that's why he, I think he he feels for Kaba. But as far as the chick and Vegeta, Vegeta ain't about to rain her no praise. She he he might say, okay, you're a good saying, but she's not gonna. That's not what she's used See, to. What I what I saw from the clip is Goku's having a challenge. Oh, you're a good fight, and then she gets surprised that he can go Super Saiyan too because that's the height of her power. And then they have a good battle, but ultimately Goku defeats her, and that's why she's enamored with him because he's stronger than her, and she hasn't met anybody. I think she's in Emerald, and we'll see because I think I she's think, in. I think if if he does anything, he might he might be training her during the fight, which is stupid. That's Goku, but it's another Saiyan, and there. And Goku, only, all he cares about is testing his powers. If he can strengthen well, another Saiyan, right? I think it'll get to that, uh, but I think the the start of it might be that there's another Saiyan because there's only three of them on Earth, like. Well, there's only him and Vegeta are pure blood slayings. And after that, it gets, I mean, it dilutes a little bit yeah. after that. So he doesn't have anybody that has the same type of mentality. And she loves combat and battle. Like, and she's a natural, she's naturally talented like Goku. So and that's why I think they're going to bond, bond. Because the fact that they both love fighting. Mm-hmm. They both love challenges. But Goku don't mind showering you and still giving you a challenge. So she's going to adore that. And she's going to be able to see his strength and, and everything. Think she and gonna she's going to adore it. Um, At, like somewhere. I don't think she's gonna go hard, hardcore girl. Yeah, but you but think I it's think gonna she, sway. Yeah, I think she's gonna okay. crush. So, and then you know, and then at that moment, I think they're all gonna have to be. I think everybody's attention is gonna be focused on old girl going legendary. Yeah, because she looked like she was taking out the whole fucking field. Yes, battlefield. Yes. So your predictions for episode one hundred is? I think they're gonna take a break. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna drop a episode next week. I hope they do. But my predictions is it's pretty much what I just said. You know, okay. I think we're going to see all the battles. I think we're going to see Kaba get you know his head worked in, and I think that's going to ignite old girls' legendary mode. And then as everybody's fighting, that's when everybody's going like, "Oh, this bitch is going Crazy. in right Berserk. now." And I think Vegeta and Goku are probably going to be like, "Oh, that's Broly." <laughs> I remember <laughs> that's that Broly. We got you. Got to shut this down now. And so I think the battle's going. I think the next two episodes are probably going to be focused on controlling her. Okay. Do you think we're going to see anything from the Z Fighters at all? I think they're going to. I think they're going to be wrapped up in 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 all of her bullshit. I I, I, have, a, I have I hope they show them because I think with her mm. going that berserk, no one on the field could just easily because the field is it's, it's it, big, yeah. but it's not that that, that big. big. And the way that on the preview, one of her moves were looking looked like she was splatting this like literally everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So. I would like for them to be involved in it, but then you figure like, okay, maybe that's too many people against one person. Because uh, even though she's legendary status, and we don't know what their legendary status is over mm-hmm. there, it might be completely different than what Brawley was. Um, you know, they was able to handle. They was able to eventually handle Brawley. Yeah, he got dealt many times, many yeah. bad hands. Yeah, but but at the same time, one thing about Brawley is Brawley. I felt like Brawley. I felt like was limited in what he could actually do. Yeah. Then what she's like full blown just like fuck it. Yeah. Brawley became fuck it, but then he you know, he I think he was still I think Brawley really needed a hug. Like I think he really wanted you know, Goku to shut up. 
<laughs> from crying, and that I think was, it would have been cool. That was weak, though. Like, you're a baby, <laughs> and you're upset because another baby is crying. Come on, man. And that's going to give you all the power in the fucking world. Yeah. But uh, I, I agree with you, but I would like to see the other fighters because I want to see the all-girl team. That one girl that went in uh, for the auditions, the heavy oh, set. Yeah, 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 I want to yeah, see yeah, them yeah. because they haven't so, shown them because they? they're supposed to be real, real, real. Good. I think she's the she she might be the universe that doesn't have as many fighters. Uh, um, it is that you're so. absolutely right. That is the universe. We got we just we still fans. If you listen, still let us know what universe that is. We do have a pinpoint. It was the female fighter universe that uh, did pop up like that, but. Let us know which number universe that was and how many did they come up with. Huh, you ain't came one, but many tiny tainies. Fucking yes. Pootie Tang inside Dragon Ball Super. But that has been our super edition of DBS where we covered 97, 98, and 99 of Dragon Ball Super. Next week on next week's show, we'll hit episode 100 and give you we'll see which predictions came true for us. But I mean, so far since the start of this tournament, it's been fucking unbelievable. I'm, 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 I'm liking this battle royale. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on it too. You know, uh, Dragon Ball. Even though I may always have my doubts on it and everything like that, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's Dragon Ball. You know, what I'm saying it, they're gonna do stupid shit, mm-hmm. but this, I'm still gonna be watching it. I still want to know what happened. Like, I know the universe is nothing, but as soon as that universe erased, is it just like a big black hole, or did the other universes come in and fill it in? That's how I think it happens. It just a black hole. No, so, I think uh, the universe is just like, fill that spot. <laughs> because originally, if you guys remember, when they first mentioned Zeno and everything, there were 18 universes, and he destroyed five of them. Or, like, spontaneously. Yeah, he just got rid of five or six of them. He was like, fuck it. Yeah, and they, they said that. Uh, he was about to destroy uh, the Wilson universe. He did destroy Wilson's universe. In the future, he destroyed, he destroyed Universe 7 in the future, because that was Goku's universe where Goku Black killed... Chi-Chi yeah. and all of them. So, yeah, he, yeah, Xenos is a bad boy. And now we have two of them motherfuckers that think like-minded. <laughs> cool, super cool. That was neat, super neat. But join us on the next exciting episode of the Elijah Bailey Show. I'm Elijah. You said that weird. What, I did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to yawn. <laughs> join us next week on another exciting episode uh, what do we say? You didn't want to be illustrious, the illustrious duo, the, uh, honestly, I don't think there is an adjective that, that can describe the Elijah Bailey show. Ooh, that's what I like right there. Join us next week on the Elijah Bailey show. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I am Richard Taplin. And we will catch your ass in, in the, the next, next podcast. podcast. All right, folks, this is Elijah 5000 back at the end of the show with everything that you want and need to know. This week we have a special treat. It was a super episode of DBS, so we're going to start with our cosplay of the week, which comes from Queen Azara. That's Q-U-E-E-N underscore A-Z-S-H-A-R-A. And all of her cosplay is Dragon Ball themed. She's been Piccolo. She's been Short Hair Videl, Long Hair Videl, Android 17, Android 18, She's even been saying she does it all. Make sure to go follow her on Instagram and let her know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. Podcast of the week is Sex Nerd Sandra. Curious about the naughty side of life? 
Come giggle with Sandra at the cuddly side of the sex pool, exploring fascinating topics and perspectives on sex and love. Join sexuality educator Sandra Daughtry and special guests for a loving laugh at the fundamentals of human nature. You can find this show on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And in your review, same thing as our cosplay of the week. Let them know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. Manga of the month is Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars. If you love food and you want to learn how to create some of these amazing dishes, amazing dishes you see on the show, at the end of every episode, they give you the recipe and they walk you step by step how to create some of the best anime dishes. Last but not least, anime of the month is Gintama, the original anime that made parodies of other anime. So we talked about Dragon Ball Z. There's several times in the anime that Gintoki uses a Kamehameha blast, and then there's other references to Krillin, Master Roshi, Piccolo, and other characters from the Dragon Ball Z franchise. So make sure in the show notes, click the description. They will take you directly to the anime or manga of the month, cosplay, or podcast of the week, so that way you can listen. And as always, if we have any guests, you can click there and go straight to their pages. I'm Elijah Bailey, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast.